Welcome into the In the Money podcast for Breeders' Cup Friday at Del Mar. Five Breeders' Cup races to discuss. I'm Tom Leach, along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. Uh, the uh, Juvenile Turf Sprint will start the pick five, and then um, we'll go through all these stakes races, and then we'll give you uh, an all-stakes pick four ticket to uh, consider. But, Jim, let's uh, take a look at that first Breeders' Cup race, the Juvenile Turf Sprint as well, to get us started here. Who do you like? Well, I like a horse that ran at Keeneland and a filly that's owned by my boss. <laughs> so, Averly Jane by Hat Creek Racing. Wesley Ward, the trainer, won the Indian Summer just for fun at Keeneland at five and a half furlongs. Uh, this is a little shorter. She's training great. Wesley gets her two-year-olds ready, and I, I just think she's got a huge shot in here. Uh, I do want to bet with my head, however, not with my heart. So... I kind of take my opinions with a grain of salt when I look at some of these uh, other horses that are in here coming from Europe. Uh, Hierarchy uh, comes over from Dubai, actually, uh, or the Dubai duty-free stakes, um, and then ran in great ran um, uh, in England before that, and should fit well with those time four numbers. Think uh, the uh, nine horse one timer, uh, who's actually a, a based at Santa Anita, uh, three for three lifetime. Fits well here for Larry Ravelli. I, uh, I also like the um, Twilight Green Gleaming uh, coming out of the French race. A lot of horses that, that I don't know much about here, but I think uh, fit well on their time form numbers. Uh, I, I really do like um, Avery Jane uh, to win it. The, the other horse that I like from the outside or from, from overseas is armor for uh, Hannah and Richard, and this horse comes out of a $364,000 race at Newmarket with a 100 time form rating, which compares very favorably to the 86s that Avery Jane has put up the last two races. So um, kind of a wide open turf sprint here. I'm really pulling for Avery Jane to make sure that my boss has a good Breeders' Cup weekend. (laughs) Uh, I think Wesley Ward's going to win it. And I think it could be any one of three. I ended up taking Twilight Gleaming. I read Ortiz is riding this one, and he has ridden Wesley's two winners of this race, for what that's worth. Uh, horse was second of 21 in a race at Royal Ascot. Gets back on firm turf, which uh, I think she will like. And she's been working with Kamari, an older horse that's an outstanding one, and uh, prepping for the uh, sprint race, turf sprint race on Saturday. So, um, I'm going to take Twilight Gleaming over Averly Jane. Uh, and then I think Coffee Maker's interesting at a price. I think that one's going to get overlooked. And he was running well up the inside. Everything was going Averly Jane's way. And uh, Coffee Maker came up the inside and got second to his stable mate. And the off-the-pace style wasn't really favored in, in that uh, early part of the Keeneland meet. So I think any one of those three could get there. Probably I'll box those three and uh, hope Coffee Maker uh, gets in there somewhere with one of the other two. Uh, a couple of others to take a look at. Vertiginous, uh, European invader. Big improvement last time. And Brian Meehan, uh, for years, has uh, picked spots well in the Breeders' Cup. And so I thought that one was dangerous at a price. It was a uh, European invader that won the turf sprint the last time the Breeders' Cup was held at Delmar. And uh, time to party, uh, just because Peter Miller uh, – Points for that Delmar meet. Knows how to get the right horses in the right spots there. He is perennially one of the top trainers at the Delmar meets. So I'm going to take a look at time to party as well. But uh, Twilight Gleaming on top. Juvenile Phillies starts the late pick four. 
and I think one of the favorite, one of the top three wins this. I ended up on Hidden Connection, who was so impressive, winning at Churchill in her second start. And the others have, have a, another start or two over her, and so I think she may have more improvement left, and she's already had that two-turn race uh, under her belt. So I'm going to take Hidden Connection over Juju's map, the Darley Alcibiades winner, and Echo Zulu. Uh, Echo Zulu changing to Joel Rosario, perhaps because Santana's been so cold. Um, Juju's map was very, looked very good at Keeneland, winning for Brad Cox. And so um, I kind of think Echo Zulu could be vulnerable first time around two turns. Uh, and I'm going to, but I'm going to certainly have her on my ticket. But I think Hidden Connection or Juju's map, and I'm going to take Hidden Connection. How about you? I would be shocked if you can't get through the pick four or pick five with those three horses. I, I can't see anything else in here winning um, uh, with Ain't Easy getting out of the race. That was the only other horse that I thought had a shot. So um, of the three, I'm going to take Juju's map as a little bit of an upsetter here. I think that uh, she may be the best price of the three. And that Alcibiades, she moved forward off her last couple of races. She's got a 77, 80, 84. Shown good progression. Echo Zulu has Echo Zulu has a 92, 90, 90. Never been two turns. Uh, coming from from New York out here, and I just think that uh, Brad is is hot right now, and Juju's map's going to have, have a big shot in here. But Hidden Connection and Echo Zulu would not surprise me at all. I would pay play Juju's map over those two in a trifecta king all in third place. Juvenile Philly Turf is next. Uh, this one. I had written my notes wide open. I was listening to a, a podcast uh, from uh, Peter Thomas Fornatel uh, there in the Money Media series, and he was interviewing Randy Moss about this race, and he made the point he thought there weren't any eight Lady Elis or Rushing Falls, previous winners of this race, uh, any horses of that caliber in the field. It was a Euro Wild Beauty who uh, won for fun in the Natalma up at Woodbine, uh, uh, a grade one against uh, these kinds of fillies. And she was a Euro invader, so he thought the a Euro would win this. And I'm going to follow that same logic. I ended up on Mizzenseen, if that's the correct pronunciation, or four, fourth in a Group One last time at a mile. Gets uh, her regular rider Ozan Murphy back, and I went back and watched the race, and uh, I think it's the same connections of State of Rest, a horse that I had a nice score on back in the summer up at uh, Saratoga, and this horse, like that one, was bottled up early and then uh, finally got free late and really made a nice run late and was fourth but narrowly beaten and uh, got second a couple of strides after the wire. So I think that one's dangerous. I don't like the 13 posts, but I went back and watched the races from 2017 at Del Mar. There's a decent enough run down that stretch to, to get position. So I'm going to take Mizzenseen. Hello U's my second pick. Uh, her last race was her best, and Johnny V's taking the ride on this one. Malavath, a uh, big improvement last time. You get Ryan Moore, so all of these are European invaders. I wasn't real wild about any of the Americans. So I ended up taking a shot. I'm going to include Haughty for Chad Brown. Number one is Chad Brown. And this horse uh, was a very impressive winner, albeit in Maiden Company at Keeneland. But Chad Brown's putting this filly on the plane to run at Del Mar in the Breeders' Cup off a Maiden win at Keeneland. And who knows how good she might be, whereas uh, I think some of the other Americans have a little more established form that may not quite be good enough. And if you want to look for one more price, the eight sale by, uh, her last was her best, and it was at a mile and a 16th. How do you see the juvenile Phillies turf? I wish I could figure this race out. I'm going to have to go very deep in here. Uh, I'm like you. I like some of the Euros. 
the Americans that I like, you didn't mention Bubble Rock for Brad Cox, and uh, that that Philly came off a, a, a big win in the Matron at Belmont last time out. I read Ortiz, Brad Cox, just tough to tough to handle in here, and I think that's going to be the best American shot. I'm also going to use the two Chad Brown, so haughty and consumer spending, the seven horse. Regarding the Euros, I, I really couldn't figure out who to leave out here. Uh, I'm going to take uh, Malavath. Uh, scene. Hello You is probably the top Euro for me. And I'm just going to throw a dart here because I really don't have a, a real good feel for this race. I think that it would not surprise me if any of them won, but I can't go all. Now, the uh, next race is the Breeders' Cup Juvenile on the main track. Uh, you got uh, two uh, well-regarded horses on either end of the field. Jack Christopher for Chad Brown's on the rail and uh, Corniche is on the outside in the 12-hole for Bob Baffert. How do you see the juvenile? I see the juvenile just exactly like you said it. Um, Corniche is probably going to be the favorite with Baffert, but Jack Christopher in that champagne just blew him all away and uh, has huge upside for Chad Brown. Uh, I think just like in the previous race, the, um, the first race of the pick four, I would be shocked if we could, can't get through this one with those two horses, Cornice and Jack Christopher. Command performance was beaten by Jack Christopher in that race in New York. Was a little bit out of it, closed some ground at the end, 97 buyer in the Champagne, and if he ships out and takes a liking to the Del Mar uh, surface, I think you can make a case for him. But Jack Christopher was so dominant there, it's hard for me to believe that he make up three links. One of the horses that intrigues me here, uh, I've read a little bit about this horse shipping over from... Uh, from Japan called Jasper Great. have no idea how tough that race was, but he won his maiden by 10 links over there. They ship him over here for this race, and I don't think they ship him for fun. So uh, I would take a look at that horse, especially in the inter-race wagers, which you see what kind of action gets on the tote board. Uh, other than that, Oviat class, perhaps, for DeSormo, uh, coming out of the American Pharaoh here, where he was beaten soundly by Corniche, but... Uh, possibly could step up from that race and get a piece here. But uh, I think 1-12 in 12 gets you through this leg. thought I was going to sneak Jasper Great in on you. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to have that one on my uh, pick four ticket, too, just in case uh, he's as good as that last race looks on paper. But I got Jack Christopher on top. I think drawn down on the inside, he's in a good spot to relax and pounce, and he just kind of has the look of one that could be special. Um, I think Cornish might be a little vulnerable from way out there, and um, – I think that was a kind of a speed favoring track at Santa Anita, which might move up Oviat Class and Papa Cap for Mark Cassie uh, running back in here. So uh, I'm going to use all of those, uh, including Corniche, in a pick four ticket, but Jack Christopher on top. Juvenile Turf is the last race on Breeders' Cup Friday. Uh, this is a um, big field. The Euros have done very well in this race. How do you see it this year, Jim? Well, again, it's wide open. Uh, the turf races are the tough ones, both Friday and Saturday, I think. I think Tis the Bomb has a shot here for Kenny McPeak coming out of the Bourbon. Uh, two wins in a row. I like Slipstream for Christopher Clement. Um, portfolio Company for Chad Brown. Uh, the Pilgrim has been a key race for this race, uh, a race run at Belmont. Uh, I think three of the last five winners have come out of the Pilgrim and, and ran uh, Ran second there to Annapolis. I'm also going to use Diwali Legend from Ireland coming out of a uh, huge race at Newmarket. We got a 103 uh, time form rating. Cannot pronounce this now. I'm going to 
trust you to glauton, and there's there's no way that's right because Irish do not pronounce the uh, the words the way it looks. So G L O U N T H A U N E glauton uh, for Aiden O'Brien, uh, just because it's Aiden O'Brien and and looks like uh, may take a step up here. I'm going to go deep here. Uh, I guess if you made me pick somebody, it would be Portfolio Company for Chad Brown. I liked that 88 buyer last time out, and I don't have a good feel on a lot of the other um, Euros. The other one that I was going to use is Albar, who came over here and got a race in North America at Woodbine and won the Grade 1 Summer Stakes and four for five lifetime in Great Britain and at Woodbine. So Albar is my last pick here, the two the two horse. I'm going to take uh, Alvar's stablemate, and I love modern games. He's gone from an 81 to a 94 to a 102 time form, won the last by open lengths. Went back and watched the the start. The last race was a small field. If you get time to watch a video, go two starts back, and he just exploded late. Uh, Good-looking acceleration. Uh, It's Charlie Appleby, who's been red hot this year. Uh, William Buick, uh, the go-to rider for the stable, uh, ends up on this horse. And um, I think he is one I like a lot in here. But uh, Dubai Legend Portfolio Company, ones you mentioned. Uh, Glauthine, however you pronounce that, for Aiden O'Brien. Great Max, if you want to go deeper with Euros. Uh, And then Tis the Bomb, I thought was very impressive in winning the Bourbon for Kenny McPeak at Keeneland. And I don't know if he can... Pull this off or not, but uh, you know, broke through the starting gate. They reloaded him, and he won the race coming wide. And I thought he had the look of a good one, but I like modern games a lot in here. So, what's your pick four ticket look like, starting with the juvenile fillies? All right, juvenile fillies, uh, three, three horses there, two, five, and six. That echoes Zulu's hidden connection, Juju's map. Going deep in the juvenile fillies turf with five, six, seven, nine, eleven, and thirteen. Only taking two in the juvenile was Corniche and Jack Christopher, the uh, one and the 12. And then going again deep in the juvenile turf with six horses again, one, two, five, eight, ten, and 14. And that is a $108 ticket. I'm going to do a $45 ticket. And I'm going to start with the three in the juvenile fillies, two, five, and six. In the juvenile Philly turf, I'm going to take 6, 8, 9, 11, 12, 13. In the juvenile, uh, Jack Christopher, the 1. So I'll go 1, 2, 3, 4, and 12 in there. And then in the last race, I am going to single modern games. That's 45. If you want to kick it to 90, then add uh, Dubawi Legend, who was uh, second in a group 1. Um, so I think a Euro is going to win it. So... The, the rail or the far outside, and uh, but I'm just going to single modern games and, and make the ticket uh, less expensive. But if you want to double it, throw Dubowie Legend in there. Now, there's another way you could, could play this, because I like Jack Christopher a lot too. You could take the same horses I liked in the first two legs, single Jack Christopher, and then go much deeper in the juvenile turf. Uh, so you could do two tickets and single modern games on one of them, single Jack Christopher on the other, and uh, together, that would get you somewhere around, uh, you know, around the neighborhood of $100 invested in the pick four. And uh, if one of those last two wins, you'd have a decent shot of hitting it. But for my ticket we're going to give out, I'm going to single Modern Games on the back end. Best of luck on the Friday card. We'll be back for another edition of the In the Money podcast to take a look at Saturday's Breeders' Cup races for KeelanSelect.com.